Welcome to this special American Road podcast with Thomas and Becky Rep. I'm your co-host, Foster Brown. One of the essential scenes in every American cowboy movie has been the classic shootout on Main Street to decide the balance of power in the rough-and-tumble frontier town. On this podcast, Chris Melville joins us from a desert community in Nevada to put to rest a contest of gigantic proportions in today's Wild West. Here's Thomas to set the scene for this classic cowboy confrontation. We're going to actually settle a kind of a contest that's been blazing between two cowpokes now for uh, decades on end. Are we looking for maybe a gunfight here? We're looking for more of a, a neon tubing, <laughs> neon tubing fight. Uh, we are going to set the record straight as to the largest neon cowboy in these United States. All right. Now, a lot of people, you say, okay, uh, big neon cowboy. Where's a big neon cowboy? Everybody points to Vegas Vic. Where's Vegas Vic? He's, he's down on Fremont Street in Las Vegas. Everybody knows him. Standing out there outside the Pioneer uh, Club. Okay. Been there for a long time. Yeah, a, a real icon in terms yes. of American images. And a lot of people don't know that the largest mechanical cowboy, neon mechanical cowboy, is actually in a smaller town, casino town, but a uh-huh. smaller town, charming town. Called Wendover, Nevada. West Wendover, Nevada. West Wendover. West Wendover, to be very precise about it. Very precise. And and to be even more precise, we have an expert that will help us uh, to talk a little bit more about the real biggest neon cowboy in the United States. That's Chris Melville is with us from West Wendover, Nevada. And Chris, welcome to the American Road Magazine. Hello, how are you? How are you? How are things out in the desert? They're beautiful today. Let's uh, set the record straight right now. How tall is Wendover Will? Uh, he's well over 68 feet tall. And Vegas, how does he compare to Vegas, Vic? Uh, I would say he's a bit taller and and really more of a full cowboy. Uh, he's got his arms spread out, and uh, he's just a little bit larger uh, than Vegas, Vic. Now, I know that the, the fellows, uh, I, don't, I say fellows, I'm not even sure exactly who the manufacturer was on, on uh, Wendover Will. Can you tell us who built him? Yes, both of them, uh, including Vegas Vic, mm-hmm. uh, were both built by Young Electric Sign Company out of Salt Lake City. And they oh. also they also built Vegas Vicky, too, is that correct? <laughs> correct. <laughs> that, that's, that's the cow gal. That's the cow gal who sits across from Vegas Vic. And, and which one of them is, is the oldest? Uh, actually, Vegas Vic is the oldest. Uh, they were put up about the same time in, in uh, Wendover Will was in 1952. Now, what is the history of, of uh, Wendover Will? They initially built him for a, an establishment that was located right on the state line. Is that correct? That, that's correct. Uh, he was built for the state line hotel and casino by uh, Mr. and Mrs. Bill Smith, who were the owners. And really, he was uh, he was built and put there to replace... Uh, what was a light atop a tall pole that Bill <laughs> Smith had done uh, in order to uh, help people guide them across the flat, the Bonneville Salt Flats, to let oh. them know there was something there. Oh, really? Yes. And uh, so he replaced that uh, tall pole with the light. Mrs. Smith, Anna Smith, she wasn't very too too keen on the idea and didn't think it was a... <laughs> an appropriate expenditure of funds, but Bill won out and he had him built. What did it cost, Bill? His marriage. Now that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, if I lost, hey, this is Nevada, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> so he's there at the, at the State Line Casino. So, so he uh, he started out there at the State Line 
hotel and casino. Uh, on one side of him, uh, he said, where the West begins, and on the other side, this is the place, uh, signifying, you know, the Utah phrase uh, that uh, Brigham Young used uh, for when the people oh. settled into the Salt Lake Valley. Uh, later, that was removed, though. Uh, this is the place was removed, and he only said uh, this, uh, where the West begins. So he was set up right there on the border, and he remained there until uh, 2002 when the State Line Hotel and Casino was sold and purchased by a new owner. And at that point, there was some question what they were going to do with this giant cowboy. Uh, originally, they told us they were going to keep him, which they did for some time, but roughly a year later, they indicated that, in fact, they were going to remove him. And uh, so Mayor Josephine Taut and myself met with the owners, and they stepped up and said, uh, we'll provide him to you, and we want him to stay around. But he is he's moved a little bit further oh, west yes. now. Yeah, he's about two miles to the west of where he was originally located. And how did you manage to move him? How do you move something that, of that size? Uh, Young Electric Sign yeah. Company, who was the builders, oh. they're still uh, still a vibrant company operating today. And they uh, they took him down, put him into storage while we were getting things ready, and then they did the restoration work uh, for us and put him back up. What's Will's experience been in popular culture? Has he appeared on, on television or, or films Oh, he has uh, various films. I couldn't tell you all of them off the top of my head, but various films, commercials, of course, related to the community as well as the casino. And uh, I have photograph after photograph of people who, over the years and decades, uh, just had their picture taken in front of him. In fact, when we were restoring him, a gentleman out of Texas uh, had heard about us putting him back up as the city center monument and wrote me a nice letter. His name was Bud Cessna, and he indicated that he saw him being erected for the first time at the state line back when he was seven years old sitting on oh the uh, steps. Wow. Watching him go up. So he has a great deal of interest to a lot of people through the decades. Well, he's an incredible roadside icon. He's he's one of those, you know, those top icons that really oh, stand absolutely. out. absolutely. Yeah. And he's, he's on uh, the Lincoln Highway, isn't that correct? He's uh, he's actually sitting now next to a portion of the Victory Highway here in West Wendover. He and the Victory Highway are all part of our city center master plan. So we have him as a center icon, and we have Victory Highway just located a, a piece of the Victory Highway, uh, located just adjacent to him that we're doing uh, restoration preservation work on so that visitors when they come to West Wendover in the future they'll they'll get a taste of the past as well as the futures. Can you give us uh, again some idea generally for people who are maybe looking at uh, trying some travel plans and want to make sure that that visiting West Wendover is on the uh, and the route as well if they're where what part of Nevada are you in again generally speaking to help people give we, an idea? We are located in the uh, north east part of the state of Nevada, actually on the Utah-Nevada border on Interstate 80. So we are about 90 minutes drive west of Salt Lake City, Utah uh, on I-80. And for the historic traveler, Wendover was on uh, uh, the original Victory Highway. The Lincoln Highway did go through those Lincoln Highway as well, yes. Uh, The Uh, Lincoln Highway and the Victory Highway. And even US-50. The U.S. Highway. Yes, and so, I mean, it's it's kind of like just this wonderful, magical place in the desert that's ruled over by this great uh, neon. <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, it, it's incredible. You you come across the salt flats at night, and it's magical as the sun's going down, and you can see the neon and other lights of West Wendover there kind of twinkling and urging you on. 
And, and I even hear that in the future, travelers might even be able to get a bobblehead of Wendover <laughs> Will. Is that? A, I is want there, a Wendover Will bobblehead. I do too. <laughs> yes, right. Right now, uh, all we have are silver medallions. Uh, when he was re-erected in the city center, we had silver medallions and, and brass medallions printed by the historic Carson City Mint. And so oh. their historic mint produced several hundred silver medallions that we sell. But in the future, there'll be other things like the bobblehead. Yes. Well, take good care of Will out there. Oh, we definitely will. Uh, we hope he has the opportunity to greet travelers for many decades to come. So do we. Thank you so much, Chris, for spending some time with us. My pleasure. Thank you. And as the sun slowly sinks into the west, (laughs) Wendover Will waves goodbye. I feel like I should be playing a harmonica (laughs) to fade you out. (laughs) Thank you very much, Chris, for being with us here. You bet. Thank you for joining us for this American Road Podcast with your favorite guides to America's heritage highways, Thomas and Becky Rapp. Remember, the joy in the journey is the people you meet along the way. And watch this space for more fascinating conversations with people Thomas and Becky have met on the American Road. I'm Foster Brown.